0: You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army.
1: Today we are here again speaking about unity here with Commissioner Howell Could and be myself. With you again, yes. Today we're going to be talking about practical applications on um, diversity and unity in our homes, in our churches, and in our communities. What does that look like in the home?
0: I can't address what it should look like in a secular home. If I can frame any thoughts that I have in the context of of what I think believers Mm -hmm. should be doing. And so in the case of the home, we have plenty of instruction in scripture as to what home life should be like. There is this giving and forgiving Mm -hmm. with one another. We don't always agree. We are sharpened. We are enhanced we are certainly stretched in a family context when we are forced to reckon with and wrestle with ideas, opinions, views that we might not share right off the bat. Um, instead, we have an attitude of, "I, I got to think about that." Mm. So I think that is a good model for the the Christian home. If Christ is at the center, Christ needs to pervade and have this umbrella effect over the family, so that everything is done under that sort of a uh, an operating system.
1: Mm-hmm. And I believe that, uh, along with that, Christ being in the home, we also need to understand that it is um, the Holy Spirit that convicts mm, and shows right, right. where we need to be homed, where we need to um, weed out. Things Mm -hmm. And so a good self-assessment or or a question would be, when's the last time somebody's eaten at our home that doesn't share our ideologies, that doesn't share our culture Mm. or experiences? Being open and honest with ourselves to see, okay, maybe, just maybe, I'm only surrounding myself with people who think, look, sound like me. Yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, then...
0: Well, it's not biblical. Yeah, it is not. It's not biblical. mm, yeah.
1: We're, we're falling short in that manner. Mm. Um, and so that's where I talk about uh, in the last um, episode of pausing in the pain, mm-hmm. right? And pausing in the pain with people is the only way we can have true empathy. Not just a sympathetic moment where we say, okay, wow, you that, that looked like it hurt. But no, let me walk with you in it. Let me invite you in the home. Let's talk about it. That's... Honestly, I I truly believe that's how we are going to truly emulate Christ to the world. Mm. Mm.
0: Pain in and
1: of itself is not necessarily a negative.
0: I mean, nobody's raising their hand to say, oh, I'll have some more pain, please. Mm. Um, But pain can be useful. Pain can teach lessons. And where we are currently in, in this culture, in this United States culture, and uh, we've said before, this is not necessarily where everybody is uh, who's listening to our broadcast. Their mm-hmm. Their cultures are going to be very different. But speaking from where we are currently, our country, our culture, and yes, our church mm-hmm. is going through significant pain right now. Yeah. Can you imagine what a tragedy it would be if we wasted the pain? Yeah just for the sake of being numbed or this this desire to go back to normal, whatever normal is or was. So pain can be helpful in that it teaches us. You only have to burn your hand in the fire once Mm -hmm. and you realize I'm not putting my hand in there again. So pain has taught us a lesson. The pain here that we're wrestling with, I think does bring us back to how do I treat my brother in Christ? How do I treat a fellow believer? How do I treat someone who doesn't look like me, someone who doesn't vote like me, someone who has a completely different set of ideologies and philosophies? Mm-hmm. We still should be building relationships that, as Christians, we're clearly called to be salt and light. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.